0: welcome good evening good evening everybody how are y'all doing good 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 hey uh without brother terry here to keep us in line we're getting off track already ain't we brother chris okay And <laughs> it's good to be in god's house tonight matter of fact we just came uh we just came from brother terry's and sister bobby's and sat with him for a little while and he's doing good i was expecting uh I was expecting a big big cast and his leg to be up in a situation. He said, well, I can, I can do that for you if you need me to. But uh, he's, doing, he's doing good and uh, on the men and at home. Sister Bobby's got Sister Bobby wore out. So he's, uh, she, he's running her. No, I'm cutting up. Um, I, I pulled up and all the Christmas decorations look beautiful at his place. And I said, well, I know who's wore who out. So uh, love Brother uh, Terry and Sister Bobby, don't you all? Uh, good faithful 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 servants of the Lord and I'll pray for them so much to pray for here tonight And I want to get in we'll have prayer here in just a moment um, I want to thank the Lord. Thank you for tuning in to all those who are tuning in to the service tonight And for those of you that are here on a Wednesday night now, let me say this uh, I want you to know if you've had a long week Stressful week a pushed week a pressed week your preacher can relate with you tonight. It's been a long week. And, uh, but I want to thank the Lord that He is faithful. And He's never left us through, not one bit of it. Been right there, guiding, setting up, planning, providing. I'm grateful we serve a providential God tonight, aren't you? And He works all things for His glory. Uh, for we know that all things work together for good. All things. to them who love God, who are called according to His purpose. And if we just stopped right there, we probably wouldn't have an understanding of that verse. But the Bible says in verse number 29, uh, we know that all things work together for good to him who love God or the call according to his purpose for whom he did foreknow. He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. I'm grateful tonight that everything God is working, he's working in our lives. Those of us that know him, that love him, he's working to conform us to the image of his son and his allowings. Are just as divine as his doings. And what he allows in your life. And what he does does in your life. He's doing it to form us to the image of Christ. That can be through suffering. That can be through difficulty. That can be through failure. But I'm grateful tonight. That the Lord has a plan for our life. In forming Christ in us. It's good to be saved tonight isn't it? I'm glad to be a part of the bride of Christ tonight. Uh, I told brother Tim on the way in. We're just strangers here. We're just passing through. This is not home. Brother Tim said, I always feel good after having a word of prayer. I always feel better. I said, well, we're just checking in at home. And thank the Lord for that tonight. And so we'll pray here shortly. Looking forward to the service. there's grace Doesn't the decorations look wonderful tonight? Uh, I want to thank everybody for helped in, that, that helped in that and aided in that. And uh, I'll, I will be helping Sister Charlie here in just a minute. Aiding in the front right here at the desk down here. She's... Got a little spread made out in the car, so we're going to decorate all this down here after. But this looks amazing. Love this time of year. All right, Brother Ron. Come on around and lead us in song. And uh, Brother Terry, know he's listening tonight, okay? So So you come on, lead us in song and worship, Brother uh, Ron. We love you so much. And church, let's just focus our heart up on the Lord, focus our mind on the Lord, focus our mind on Christ. Let's just pull away from this world for a little bit. I know how it is. It's the strain of the week, the troubles in life. But it's easy to get our eyes and focus off of Christ. Get our eyes and focused off of home. Get our eyes focused off of heaven with the trials and cares of this life. But thank God for the church tonight. Thank God for just a little while to come into a security, to come into a place, to come into set our set our sights on Him. Come on, brother Ron, sing to us. Look to the Lord tonight. Let's worship.
1: Everybody, would go ahead and stand on your feet, turn over to page 265. Well, if you want to. This song goes out to Brother Terry since he can't walk. Love lifted me. <laughs>
2: bearing cry. live ever his praises sing love so mighty and so true merits my soul's best song faithful love and service to him belong love lifted me love lifted me when nothing else could help love lifted me love lifted me me when nothing else could help. Love lifted me. On the third, souls in danger look above. Jesus completely saves. He will lift you by His love out of the angry waves. He's the master of the sea. Savior wants to be the same today, love lifted me, love lifted me. Love lifted me.
1: and we'll look at your screen behind me. These are not in the books but I think it's one that we all some of us have heard right and some of us have not but uh, let's do a wonderful grace of Jesus <clears throat>
2: grace of Jesus, greater than all my sin. How shall my tongue describe it? Where shall its frame The mighty rolling sea, higher than the mountains, sparkling like a fountain. All sufficient grace for even me. Broader than the scope of my transgression, greater far than all my sin and shame. the words. Sufficient grace for even me. Broader than the scope of my transgression, Greater far than all my sin and shame. Oh, magnify the precious name of Jesus. Praise His name. Wonderful grace of Jesus. Sparkling like a fountain All sufficient grace for even me Broader than the scope of my transgressions Greater far than all my sin and shame Oh magnify the precious name of
1: Jesus Praise his name Amen, the words of that song are true really good all right let's do the next one this <clears throat> this is uh great is thy faithfulness <clears throat> amen this uh, this song really has spoke to me this week that's the reason why I wanted to do it much more than I am much more than I am God has showed himself to me in ways that there's no way that I could be as faithful and as good and as loving to him as he is to me. So I just sit in awe sometimes at who I am and seeing me and then seeing him and how good he is. So y'all, even if you don't sing the song, look at the words of this song. It's beautiful.
2: Great is thy faithfulness O God my Father there is no shadow of turning with thee not thy compassions they fail not as thou faithful
0: Thou much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou foolest not, thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall, these, shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. And he said unto his disciples, Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought, for your life. That word thought you say, well, don't think about your life. That's one way to put it. But that word thought is where we get our English word anxiety and care and concern. Take no thought for your life what you shall eat, neither for the body what you shall put on. The life is more than meat and the body is more than raiment. Consider the ravens for they neither sow nor reap, which neither have storehouse nor bond, barn, and God feedeth them. How much more are ye better than the fowls? And which of you with taking fault, or being anxious, being careful, being concerned, which one of you, by doing that, can add to his stature one cubit? I can sit here all night and the rest of my life, brother Ron, and try to grow and get taller. I'll never get taller than what I am right now. He's saying, what a silly thought. If ye then not be not able to do that thing which is least, why take ye thought for the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They tool not, they spin not. And yet I say unto you that Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed. Like one of these, if then God so clothe the grass which is today in the field and tomorrow is cast in the oven, how much more will He clothe you, O ye of little faith? came to me tonight while... Brother Ron was leading the singing while the congregation was singing Great is Thy Faithfulness. Today, the world has worked and toiled and sweat and stressed and worried and pushed and primed. Some have cheated. Some have swindled. Some have been so concerned about tomorrow, about a week from now, about a month from now, about a year from now, about ten years from now, where are we going to be? What are we going to do? Where are we going to land? What's going to happen? But if you're His tonight, Did you know that today they made plans? They call them futures on Main Street, the Dow Jones Industrial. They, they trade based off of futures. They, they trade based off speculation. They don't know what's going to happen. But they try to prepare as much data as they can to predict the future. The most wealthy man who's ever traded a stock on the Wall Street, Warren Buffett, will sit down tonight knowing that he has no clue what's going to happen tomorrow. And I say to you tonight, church, God has told us we don't have to worry. Huh? We don't have to stress. We don't have to be anxious and give our lives to the cares of the world. Why is that? Great is thy faithfulness. All I have need of thy hand is provided. If it all crumbles tomorrow, and the government steps out and says, our economy's insolvent, and the doctor walks in and says, I don't have an answer for you. I don't know what to tell you. And the boss comes in with a pink slip in his hand. And your whole world crumbles down. Great is thy faithfulness. You still have him. And because you still have him, you've got all that you need. tonight here in just a moment we'll sing another verse and I tell you what we're going to do we're going to sing another verse and a chorus. I'm going to try to preach for just a minute brother Ron you come back around Tonight, not dwell on this we have a faithful father I do everything I can for that little black headed little girl right back yonder and her mama to provide and take care and care for that child there make sure she's provided for and make sure she's secure But Jesus said, if ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give good things unto them that ask Him? He loves you tonight. And He cares for you tonight. And beyond that, He's providing for you tonight. Aren't you glad you ain't hitting it out here by yourself in this mean, old, dark, cruel, isolationist, humanistic, do-it-yourself, by-yourself, for-yourself, Aren't you glad tonight we as a child of God, we don't live that life? We have a heavenly Father that cares and provides and leads. I'm glad I'm saved tonight. Sing our last verse, Brother Ron. We'll look to the Lord. tonight. Hebrews uh, 13 tonight, if you have your Bible, we'll pray in just a moment and take up our missions offering, but we'll follow the Lord tonight. I believe that'll be all right. Don't you Hebrews chapter number 13 will be brief. Hebrews chapter number 13. We have so much to pray for tonight, and I'm grateful for a Wednesday night prayer service when we can come out. I want to give you a little truth, and then we will gather around the altar to pray and then take up missions offering But we'll follow the Lord in His word and ask Him to lead us. Uh, Hebrews chapter number 13. We'll read these eight verses here and just follow the Lord in it. I have an outline, but we're just gonna gonna go about this text, amen. If I'll just say what God says, we'll be okay, won't we? Hebrews 13. Let brotherly love continue. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. Somebody said, Brother Jay, you ever entertained an angel? Well, if I have, I didn't know it. Somebody said, I think I entertained an angel. It probably wasn't an angel. Because if it was an angel, you wouldn't have known it. That's what the scripture teaches. Amen? Amen, church. Thank God. Uh, be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for by some of entertain angels unawares. I picked a man up one day, a buddy of mine, missionary friend of mine, now, uh, and we picked a man up, and we passed by him, and I, he looked over at me and said, "Man, what if we should have picked that fella up? What if that might have been an angel unawares?" I said, "Well, we wouldn't have known it." And he hopped in, and buddy, for about ten miles, he let out the biggest cussing streak you've ever heard in your life. He got out of the vehicle. I looked at Andrew. We tried to give him the gospel. I said. That was no angel. (laughs) Fallen angel, Brother Tim said. Oh, Entertain angels unawares. Verse number three. Remember them that are in bonds as bound with them. And them which suffer adversity as being yourselves also in the body. How about that? Verse number four. Marriage is honorable in all. In the bed undefiled. But whoremongers and adulterers God will judge. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So that we may say, no. So that may, may we might believe, no. So that we might attend to, no. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. And I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Remember them which have the rule over you, have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, and today, and how long? Forever. I say amen to the reading of God's precious word. I love this text. I love this book, the book of Hebrews. Of course, if you've done your studying tonight, you know that it is a text written to those Hebrews that were scattered abroad, those that had believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you'll have patience with me, if you disagree with me tonight, I I, I definitely would not say that you're a fool. And if you can educate me better, I would definitely take that. I, I personally believe after some study that I'm inclined to believe that this book was written, uh, obviously by the inspiration of the Spirit, by the pen of the Apostle Paul. Um, that's where I land on it. It just the phraseology and how God had used him in other places, and obviously in the letters to the churches to write. Uh, it seems mirrored to me, Brother Tim and Brother Marty. It feels like that the the, the stride that he gets in is that of that would be the Apostle Paul. Of course, the Holy Spirit used men's personalities. He wasn't like robots with these men. He told them exactly what he wanted. So, the holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So the scripture that we have tonight is given by the inspiration of the Spirit of God, but God did not disclude their personalities in writing. And I feel like what we have before us tonight is uh, a wonderful example of the writing of the Apostle Paul under the inspiration of the Spirit of God. Now, some have said that Hebrews 13 was basically a, a tack on verse. Some theologians have a chapter. Some have, have, have even went so far as to say that, that Hebrews 1 through 12 was written and then later the writer came back and wrote chapter number 13. I do not agree with that. I, I believe that, that this chapter is the crescendo of what we have heard and read in chapters number 1 through 12. And what the writer is doing is he is making a case for Jesus of Nazareth and the new covenant and the new high priest that we have. And aren't you grateful tonight that we have a new high priest? That our high priest is the Lord Jesus Christ. Of course, you're dealing with individuals, you have to understand, for hundreds of years these people had been living under the law. And not, under the, not even under the law that they had went ahead and corrupted the uh, law that was given. And these men were living under man-made standards even to this point, the Jews at the point of the time of Christ. Uh, you've heard of the Talmud, how that men came together and they, they, they created and created and pressed on men and pressed on men and pressed on laws of the laws of men. And uh, of course... When the Lord Jesus Christ comes, He fulfills the law of God and pleased God and never sinned and never messed up, uh, never failed, never never faltered. And He's the only one that could pay the price for you and I. He's the only one that could live up to the expectations of God. And I'm afraid that there's so many Christians that feel as though that they can live up to the expectations of God. Of God in heaven. I want to reaffirm at Murrayville Baptist Church tonight, with all the authority of the Word of God backing this next statement, that there is not one in here and one outside of here in this earth that has lived or ever will live save Jesus Christ that could live up to the expectations of God in heaven. Tonight, Jesus is the only one that ever pleased God to the fullest. And aren't you glad of that tonight? I'm grateful that Jesus Christ is the one who pleases God. Now I'm getting ahead of myself. Hebrews 13 is the crescendo of this great book. And in all of Paul's writings, since Christ lived, died, was resurrected, in all of his writings, he dealt with doctrine before he dealt with duty. He dealt with the uh the positional truths and what god has done through christ he dealt with position before he dealt with practice and tonight if you are not careful by false teaching somebody help me tonight by false teaching that is somehow crept in to the church and into churches we will if we're not careful get this issue of, of practice before position. And we'll think that what we do dictates our position before God. 110,000% of false gospel. A false gospel. And by the grace of God, with the rest of my ministry... I want to give my ministry to preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is not your actions or your activities that dictate your position with the Holy God. It is the actions it is the it is the actions and the activity of what Christ done and what Christ is doing tonight that dictates My position before a holy God. And if you get those things backwards, you're gonna fall in Phariseeism and legalism tonight. Can I get a witness? What legalism is is thinking that you can, can somehow can somehow by your righteous activity please God. It's not possible. I need some help tonight. It's not possible. Why do you say that, Brother Jay? I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God that you present your body a living sacrifice. What was the beseeching that was made? Everything that the apostle had already dealt with in the previous 11 chapters, the mercies of God, the doctrine in Christ Jesus, what Christ has done for you and I, he beseeches them on the basis of of their position and the power that they have in the Lord Jesus Christ to now turn around and present their bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. Now, let me verify that in the book of Ephesians. The first three chapters of Ephesians, strictly positional. And Paul says in chapter number four, I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation where." With ye are called. And for the next three chapters, he deals with their practice. Paul in the first three chapters said you were dead, but now you're alive. You are alive. You don't have to make yourself alive. You're alive because what God has done through Christ in your heart. You're seated together in heavenly places right this second you say well I don't feel like that brother Jay well good news for you tonight I don't either but it doesn't change the fact that as I stand behind this pulpit I have a position in the Lord Jesus Christ tonight that will never change never change seated together in heavenly places in the Lord Jesus Christ. You say, well, I've never seen that man. But no, when he appears, we'll be known as we are known and we'll see ourselves. You say, but Jay, I'm just here, down here right now, down here on this earth, working my way through work, working my way through family, working my way through... Oh, tonight you're more than a spiritual millionaire. You're more than a spiritual billionaire. You have every single gift in the Lord Jesus Christ. You come behind in nothing. I wonder, do you believe that tonight? Do you think that? Or have we become so accustomed to a false gospel that we buy in to what we have to do Instead of relishing and reviving and rejoicing in what Christ has given us in himself. Huh? God help us tonight. Now, see, that's what the Jews couldn't understand. That's what they couldn't understand. They couldn't get that because they had lived such a, in such a, literal terms, a law-abiding life. They said, we've got to do this, 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 we've got to do this. And then God will be pleased. And God will be pleased. Oh, tonight, how many scores of Christians are walking in utter chains tonight because they feel as though if they don't measure up, if they don't measure up, they're useless. Oh, in heaven, help us tonight. By God's grace, church at Murrayville Baptist Church, I want to give my ministry to preaching Christ to you. To preaching the gospel to you. So that you can see from his word just how rich you are. Whether you feel like it or not. Amen. And in the light of viewing at Christ. Then we can walk holy. For we are his workmanship in Christ Jesus created unto good works. See you started in Christ. Therefore. 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 Presents your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God. Now, I've got to hurry. I've got so derailed there and got to get back on track. Hebrews 13. So he's been dealing with doctrine all through Hebrews chapter number 1 through verses 11. God, he, he's making a case for Christ to the Jews, to the Hebrews. That's what he's doing. And there would be some that would say, so we don't. Need to do anything? I mean, like, uh, so we're basically just libertines. Listen to me tonight. Listen to me. If you have someone that is preaching a libertine gospel, they're not preaching the true gospel. If you have someone that's preaching a legalistic gospel, they're not preaching the true gospel. But if they're preaching Christ, they'll be all right. Because what does Christ teach tonight? You understand something. Understand something about the Hebrews. Understand something about the Jews. God gave them a law to separate Himself a people to Himself. Every single law, every single law that was given, every single moral law, every single social law, every single Levitical law, everything was given so that there might be a relationship between God and man, but that the world might be able to identify God's people. And then the world would look and say... Well, those are Jews. Their God is supreme. By the way that they committed themselves, by the way that they walked, by the way that they lived, they would see, hey, there's something different about them. They would glorify God and they would become interested and want to, want to get to God in some way. Alright. Hebrews. Hebrews tonight is a case made for this high priest which has 100% perfected the law is pleased God. And so we're to exercise faith. Are they, They're saying, faith is it? Faith is it? I've just got to believe the gospel? Believe the gospel and repent? You, are, are you serious about this? Oh, tonight Paul makes the case. So many things we could go through. Paul makes the case that the just shall live by faith. And on and on. But in this crescendo of Hebrews chapter number 13, He does tell them how they are to commit themselves in light of what Christ has done. In light of what God has done through Christ. And who you are and who we are in the Lord Jesus Christ. In light of that, listen, you can't live right, you can't live holy, you can't live clean, you can't live pure and please God without understanding that He is the one Who's doing it all. It's him that worketh in you both to will and do of his good pleasure. And if you get that backwards, I'm teaching tonight. If you get that backwards, you're going to live frustrated. You're going to live exhausted. You're going to live absolutely give out. You're going to live unsure. You're going to live unsure of what? So many people that are caught up in this mindset are so unsure of their salvation because they're constantly trying to live up to some kind of imaginary standard they got of who they think God is and what they think God is. If you take a look at the book tonight and see how God has set up his economy in Christ And you could see the riches of what He's done. And in light of that, you can live a life. You can live a life of purity, holiness, workmanship, created unto good works. And then you'll see that, hey, it's not me that's doing all this inside of me. It's not me that's creating the desire to live right. It's not me that's creating a desire to serve God. It's not me that's creating the desire to love my brother, to love my wife, to love strangers. It's God that's creating that in me. It's Christ that's working that in me. Aren't you glad tonight that this is not just some kind of a list of of things to do or not to do? But it's Christ that's working and churning in you. Let me say this tonight. I want to be careful. I'm not going to be harsh on our legalistic brothers without being harsh on our libertine brothers. If you see a man out there that's preaching and saying you can do whatever you want to do, however you want to do it, it's falsehood tonight. It's falsehood. But if you're hearing a man out there preaching and saying it depends all on what you do, it's falsehood tonight. We've so removed ourselves from looking at Christ, from looking at Calvary, from the gospel, from the truth. So then we just rip verses out wherever we want to to fit our life view. Of what we think we should do. Of how we think we should do. But tonight God help us to unsheathe the sword of the spirit. And understand what Christ has done for us. And who we are in Christ. And tap into that a bottomless pit of resources. Of the power of the living God. Of the living waters. Of the bread of life. And see who Christ is in you and I. And feast on the fatted calf tonight. Feast on the fatted calf. And feast on the bread of life and drink of the water of life. We'll never thirst again. That's why it's so important to preach the gospel to the children of God to see what Christ has done. It's not in the prayer you prayed, it's not in what you've done. So many people in their testimonies put confidence in their experience. Listen, it's the God of the experience that saved you. God convicted your heart. God saved the preacher that preached to your heart. God gave His Word so that you may know. God sent His Son to die for you. God raised Him again. God dealt with your heart on the night you got saved. God drew you to the altar. And you didn't know what to pray. But God gave you the faith to believe. Hallelujah. By grace you are saved through faith. And that not of yourself. It is the gift of God. What? Grace and faith. That's the gift of God tonight. He saved you without any help of yourself. Without any help. Can I get some help tonight? Hallelujah. Bless the Lord tonight. I have no experience except one day I was dead and lost and by myself. But God came my way. Hallelujah. And save my soul. Well, I preacher. No, well, nothing. It was all God tonight. Hallelujah. You say, well, I'm telling you tonight. We've became such a humanistic church culture. Oh, help me tonight. I, I want to expose error. I haven't done it much up until this point. But I want to call it out, Brother Tim. We've done so much to create a humanistic error in our day. And the grace of God still reigns free to men, women, boys, and girls. But God help us to get a hold of what He has said and grow into a full stature of a man in Christ. So that we can have joy unspeakable and full of glory. As long as you're basing your walk off of you, you'll never have that joy. How can you? It's you that's trying to do it. But let's get a hold of what Christ has done. And that every good desire, everything that happens in here... It is him that worketh in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. That's what the scripture teaches. I don't know who teaches anything else, but it ain't you that puts that desire in there to serve God. He puts that desire in there. The new man, Christ Jesus, he worketh in you both to will and to do. So that no man can glory in his presence and say, i done this. No, when we get on the other side, we'll see 100% that it was him that done it from beginning to end. Now, I'm soft track now. I got I to center up here. But he reminds them and that's what he does. He begins with position and goes on to practice. Don't let a man convince you that preaching on practice... Is, is, is a non-necessity. We must recognize firstly the facts about us that are true of what God has done in Christ Jesus through us and for us crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, and yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. We're a new creature in Christ. We are in Christ. God is in, Christ is in God. God is in us. We, uh, he's made in us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. He is everything. We must see these truths. And then, by the power of the word of God, God guide us. Guide us into our actions. Understanding that we're His workmanship created in Christ Jesus' two good works. So that we can walk in them. It's not you tonight. It's Him. It wasn't me tonight that had a desire to come out on a Wednesday night to the house of God. He put that there. It wasn't me that desired to come to church on Sunday morning and Sunday night. He put that there. And when I bow my head to pray to a thrice holy God, it wasn't me that got me to that place. It was him. And when I was about to fall asleep last night for being tired, Brother Tim, but I had a desire to read the word of God. That wasn't me. That was him. And when I got to call about Sister Sam and Brother Terry being over there sick and Sister Stamie and those of us, the countless ones in here that are going through issues, Brother Rick, and my heart breaks for them. That's not me. That's Christ in me. Don't have someone at my job site that's lost and doesn't know Christ and doesn't understand my heart and what God has made me and doesn't understand my calling, the calling that you have on your life, the calling that I have on my life, the blessed hope, the calling of God, they don't understand that and my heart breaks for them and I want to give them Christ. You didn't put that in you and you didn't go to some place up in Indiana and try to get trained on how to do that. Are you listening tonight? God help us. Jesus Christ. It's organic. And it's real. It's not manufactured. Let God take over. Let Jesus reign supreme. And you'll see some holy people. You'll see some clean people. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, we, just, we, we try to make robots out of them, buddy. Let's just push them down just a little bit more and get this thing figured out. Oh, tonight, this is the old-time way right here. This is the old-time way. And what God has said is the old pass that we're to walk in. And I'm telling you tonight, as long as I'm here, I want to preach truth to this congregation so that two things, you're not walking in bondage and you see what Christ is and who He is and what He's done and how rich you are and the new creature He's made you and as you discover His love that I might know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge that I might be filled with the fullness of God when I see all He's done for me. My desire is to Him, to love Him, to walk with Him, And let brotherly love continue. And be not forgetful to entertain strangers. And remember them that are in bonds as bound with them. And them which suffer adversity as being yourselves also in the body. And you'll see what that what happens tonight. When we see who we are in Christ. These past chapters. Uh, 11 chapters in the book of Hebrews. When we see who he is. We see his grandeur. We see his glory. We see what he has done. Who he is and what he is. Then we have these desires activated in us. That are there already. That Christ is placed in there. Because you've been made a new creature in the Lord Jesus Christ. Then you can walk you can walk and when you get in the scripture and when you get in the word I'm just giving an overview tonight I'm going to be honest with you what's on my heart I want to start in some of these uh, some of these books Galatians, Colossians, Ephesians, uh, Philippians I want to get in some of these letters that Paul wrote to the churches about the New Testament church doctrine and what Christ has done in you so that we can understand who we are And because of who we are, we can see what God is doing now inside of you and I and go out there and live as the light and walk as the light and walk as salt and organically see what God will do at Murrayville Baptist Church for his glory. Not because anything Brother Jay is manufactured or organized or figured out or made or conjured up or planned or provided. But because what God has already done through Christ. We have the method tonight. Thank God. Marriage is honorable but all. Love you, wife. I mean, on and on and on. The bed undefiled, whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. Let your conversation be without covenants and be content with such things as you have. Huh? Why? This is it. It's always back around to Christ, church. Always back around to Christ. For He hath said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. There's so much preaching here tonight. I've given an overview. and um, I, here's, my, here's my outline. You can come up and see it later if you want. But... This evening, I desire from my heart to yours, from your pastor, the church here at Murrayville Baptist Church, I desire to preach truth to you. I don't want to preach my opinion. I've got a lot of preferences. I do. I've got a lot of preferences, things I prefer above other things. I certainly do. And every single one of us in here do as well. Every single one of us have preferences, things we desire. But whether those preferences has any bearing on the truth is is void. Tonight, this is what we're interested in right here. And we need to be careful. Because this standard of grace that God has placed us in is a higher standard than any standard that there is. But when you see the magnificence in Christ... I'm tired of junk tonight. I'm tired of junk. I'm tired of me. I'm saying me tonight. I'm tired of me trying to manufacture and whip up and make up and do up and plan up and position up and, 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 and negotiate up and figure it out. We, it's, high t- it's obvious it hadn't worked. Man's had their shot at this. It's obvious we've got a mess out there. Turn on the news for five minutes and you'll see we just ain't hit the mark. But I prayed when God started praying, when when God started working on my heart. I just crossed over 30 minutes. When God started working on my heart about pastoring, the prayer that was on my heart is, Lord, I would love to see what you would do in a place where Christ is exalted and your truth is held supreme and the greatest desire is that God is glorified. Listen, y'all, you, you, you don't have much in a pastor. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. I, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Sorry to disappoint you. But what your pastor will try to do and what is in your pastor's heart Is to point you continually, continually to Christ. Point you continually to the truth. Point you continually to what God can do. To what God has the capability. Listen, I'll weep with you. We'll get back there in that study. And Charlie and I, sisters, Charlie and I will get down on that got to get down on that carpet and we will pray with you and we will weep with you and we will be there with you and we will struggle with you and we will go with you just as we've been commanded in hebrews chapter number 13 as, as those that are in adversity as though you're in their own body Men, i'll pray with you everything i can i'm going to do everything i can do that god requires out of me out of scripture to take care of the sheep Tonight I want to point you to a standard that will change your life. And that's Jesus Christ. That's Jesus Christ. Brother Tim, we've we've seen enough what men can do. We've seen men's ability enough, Brother Jack. Brother Marty, we've seen what the power of men can do. I pray that right here at Murrayville Baptist Church, That we see and yield ourselves, yield ourselves and yield our bodies and yield our minds and yield our hearts to what God can do. Let me go a step further. Let me get real personal tonight. I've seen what I can do and it ain't pretty. Is that good English, Sister Roach? It ain't good, it ain't pretty, it ain't nice, Brother Jack. I've seen the mess I can make. I've seen it. I know, I know, Brother Jay. And matter of fact, I don't even know, Brother Jay, how I should know. Because the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked above all things. Well, they've got a good heart. No, no. The heart is de- deceitful and desperately wicked above all things. Who can know it? Who can know it? God sees the heart. He, he knows the heart. He knows the true intentions of the heart. I've seen what I can do. I I, I know myself to an extent, but I don't even know how bad it can get for me. How bad sideways I can make a mess. But I've never seen him make one. And I've never seen him mess it up. All I've ever seen him do, Sister Sue, is take situations and make them right. All I've ever seen Him do is save sinners. All I've ever seen Him do is answer prayers. So that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. I'm going to try to do better at staying true to the text over the next few sermons. But I'm giving my heart tonight. God help us. God help us as a church to be focused in one direction. One thing. One thing, Jesus Christ, He's the one that's going to encourage you in your storm. He's the one that's going to keep you on top, of your, on top of the waves in your fiery trial. He's the one that's going to be standing in the fiery furnace with you. You don't need to hear about me. We don't need to hear some report of something a man can do for us or something that we can figure out. No, 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 no. We need Christ. We need Christ. We need the gospel. We need truth, what God can do. We need more services like Sunday morning where God just gets in and moves. He can do more in 30 seconds in a man's heart than I can do in 50 years. We need Him. We don't need my preferences, my traditions. Hey, what I meant to say was is we don't need my preferences or yours. And your traditions and my traditions, what we need is Jesus Christ on His throne reigning at Murrayville Baptist Church. And I am an under-shepherd that's pointing us to the good shepherd. That's all I'm here for tonight. God help us tonight. Do you agree with me tonight, church? I hope you do. I long for us to see Christ. I long to see Christ in my heart. I long for Christ to be exalted in my family. I long for Christ to be the head of the body. Because that's what He is. And the head makes the decisions about where the hands go, right? It's almost simultaneous. The head just sends impulses. That's what He'll do at Maryville Baptist Church. Let's give it over to Him tonight. All right. Now I want to do this. I've went too long. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to pray and then we're going to take up mission offering we're going to try to do this i want to thank you for being here tonight church listen i know what kind of a wednesday it's been for everybody i'm sure it's been for you but tonight i want to thank the lord for his goodness i'm glad i came out to church tonight aren't you thank the lord the lord is good (laughs) let's do this sister megan if you would come around the piano real quick Um, let me go over some prayer requests tonight it's very important we've got so many so many, so many requests. Let me, let me do this, something that happened today, real, real quick. Sister, uh, sister um, I get their name wrong, I'm, uh, Gertz, Sister Sam, had a minute, well, they're, they're, they're still figuring out what's going on. Anybody at any time, correct me. I tried to call Brother Lou a couple times today, this evening, once I heard about what had happened. But as far as I just heard back here recently that they're going to keep her for observation through the night, not sure, not 100%, that it's a stroke as of right now. But they are keeping her overnight. And keeping her for observation. So y'all pray for her. And uh, brother, uh, brother Lou, somebody said a little earlier, it's obvious why, she has, uh, why she's had the issue. She's had to live for so many years with Brother Lou. But uh, now, don't you love Brother Lou and Sister Sam tonight? They're blessing us love them and thank the lord pray for her tonight pray for her family and charlie as well talked to her granddaughter i believe that's right baby talked to sister uh sam's granddaughter earlier so they're they're figuring out what's going on and we're going to stay attentive to that situation uh remember brother terry uh, had surgery yesterday on his knee as we've already mentioned and uh, we stopped in on brother terry and sister bobby on the way here And uh, I was I was absolutely thrilled to see how well he was doing. I tell you what I was thrilled about. I was thrilled to walk into their home and sense the peace of God and sense the peace of the Lord. Let me tell you something. That's what God does. Amen. I've been in some rough environments in my time in my life through all the visits, through the years of being a growing up a preacher's pastor's son. But I thank God tonight for the. The peace that's in that place. I love Brother Terry and Sister Bobby. You pray for him that he heals. Now, I've told him not to push it. He said, I'll see y'all Sunday. So we'll see. We'll I'm, I'm get Charlie to be in touch with Sister Bobby. If he's not doing as good as he's telling me he's doing, well, Brother Ron, me you'll go over there and just hog time up and, and, uh, and make for, forced rest. But well, we love you, Brother Terry. Uh, Sister Ann Stamey, I talked with her yesterday, had a great conversation with her. I met a kindred spirit, and uh, her. neither one of us can stop talking. And, uh, and so we, we, we had a great conversation. If she's listening tonight, uh, we love her. Continue to pray for her. She as well is going to try to be back in here on Sunday morning. So pray for her, please. And remember so many others in the church tonight. Continue to remember Brother Rick. I'm going to try to get up this, uh, this week. I'm going to try my best to get up this week and visit with him and see and check up, up on him and see how he's doing and uh, pray for them, pray for their family. God would help them, we sure, certainly love them. And so many more, Sister Carolyn, pray for her, continue, pray for her, and Sister Lynn is they caretaking the family. Um, I'm, I'm just praying God speeds that recovery process up. Ready for Sister Carolyn to be able to, I know she's ready to be able to go and do and be able to recover, so pray. There, if you would. Uh, a few others uh, Lisa Kemp, Braden Lewis, uh, Kay and Jerry Titlow, and Jerry, Jeremy Medina Kane ask us to pray for these names to so remember each of these respective situations. Um, and tonight, and, uh, it, real quick, we'll open up for anybody else. If you have a prayer request, yes, sir, brother. Sister Teresa. Teresa Nichols Vickers, okay. Right. Pray for Sister Teresa Vickers. Anyone else tonight, quickly? Anyone else? Yes, sir, the team. Sister Sharon. Sister Sharon. Yes, sir, by the team. Anyone else? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. Please remember this. Elaine Stevens. I was fixing to ask her name. Elaine Stevens. All right, anyone else tonight? Yes, ma'am. Jan Osborne. Jan Osborne. Hugh Payne. Yes, ma'am. Please remember this tonight.
1: Anyone else?
0: Yes, ma'am. Pray for this. You said that was Thursday. Friday. Friday. Anyone else tonight? Yes, ma'am. Jack and Melinda Gilreath. All right. Anyone else tonight? Quickly. Yes, sir. Mark. Yes, yes, pray for Sister Marlene and her procedure. Sister, you're going to try to get out of here tonight without bringing that up. Don't you all appreciate Sister Marlene, church? Let's pray for her. And that'll be Monday, right? And little Carter, how's he doing tonight? Amen, amen. Continue to pray for him. Tonight, yes, ma'am. What's that? Let's pray for Brother Barry, Church. Um, he's not going to say much. He's not going to complain much. But as a church tonight, let's pray for Brother Barry and pray that God would touch his body. Any issues that the doctor doctor's not been able to identify? Let's let's pray. I, you can. Again, he's not going to complain much. But let's pray for Brother Barry. Anyone else? There was someone else. Is that it tonight? I say that's it. That's a lot. We need to remember these. All right. I'll tell you what let's do. As you make your way down, let's go ahead and as you come by, let's, uh, well, we'll take up offer right after prayer. Come on down. Let's pray. Tell you what, Brother Jack, I want you to come up here behind the pulpit tonight, please, and lead the congregation in prayer. For everybody that's able and willing, let's gather around the altar tonight. Remember these prayer requests. After that, we'll receive our mission offering. Brother Jack, you come on.
1: Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you tonight.